I know the woman I was talking to is someone who's on the path of awakening and transformation. I know she respects women because of a different conversation we had about female teachers. And despite all this, she's not aware of how she's using a language that perpetuates a patriarchal paradigm that has conditioned us, women, to see other women as dangerous competitors. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach. I am devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation develop and maintain authentic lives and fulfilling relationships by transforming the way they communicate. Thank you so much for being here, deepening your awareness about how your communication impacts your life, your relationships, and our world. If this is your first time, welcome. In this podcast, I share transformative communication tools to bring forth more peace, more love, more equity, and more equality with the way we use this very powerful instrument we all have, which is our language. And if you've been listening to the podcast for some time, thank you for doing the honorable work of looking into how you use your language to bring forth the kind of world we all deserve. And speaking of using language to bring forth the kind of world we all deserve, today I want to focus on the language that women deserve. If you're in the United States, you may or may not know that March is a special month for women around the world. And those of you who are listening from various countries, you may be more aware that we celebrate International Women's Day on March 8th. I firmly believe that when we treat the female members of our human family with respect, mindfulness, and understanding, we all benefit. And what I mean by this is respect for women's bodies, hearts, and minds, mindfulness that women have suffered deeply from patriarchal social systems, and the understanding that this pain is now ours and it's our responsibility to contribute to healing. So in March, I will devote all the podcast episodes to the topic of communication with women. In this episode, I will talk about how we, women, talk about other women. If you are a woman or identify as female, this episode will be super useful for you. If you aren't female or you don't identify as female, this episode can help you be more aware about how you communicate about women, and it can also give you the tools to help the women in your life raise their awareness about how they talk about other women. Whoever you are and however you identify, I do have a request. Please share this episode with others, especially with other women. And now let's begin with today's topic. I wanted to start telling you about a conversation I had in the last few months with a woman who, like me, is on the spiritual path. I don't know this woman well. We are acquaintances who have certain affinities. 
We are both multicultural women. We're both on the path of transformation. And we're both devoted to doing our own personal work for the benefit of all beings. When I think of this woman and the qualities I see in her, I think of goodness, love, compassion, and growth. I'm sharing all this with you to help you understand why I was surprised when I heard how she was talking about another woman. And also because this is an excellent example of how the language we speak is something that we have learned. It is a language that's layered with different views of the world, with fixed beliefs about how things and people are, with paradigms and conditioning. And unless we directly explore how we use our language to communicate, our spiritual practices, our meditation retreats, our yoga classes are not going to be enough to transform the way we communicate. And so we are going to be perpetuating realities and paradigms that do not serve us and that in fact hurt us all. So with that preamble, I'm going to go back to the conversation I wanted to tell you with this lovely female acquaintance of mine. We were talking about women who have become successful doing something they love. And we mentioned several well-known women's names, women that I believe we both admired, until we mentioned someone we both know personally. And then my acquaintance was referring to his recent success that the woman we both know had And as soon as she finished talking about this woman's recent accomplishment, in a nanosecond, her face twitched, and I actually thought she was going to spit, but no, instead, she shouted one word, and it was the B word. I was taken aback. I didn't expect that word to, number one, come out of my acquaintance's mouth, and number two, to use an insulting term in reference to another woman's success. She kept talking about this woman we know in common, and every time she would refer to her and some kind of success that this woman had, she would end the sentence with a B word. I was so shocked. So I interrupted her and asked, are you upset with so-and-so? She said, no, I'm effing envious of so-and-so's luck. That B is making so much money, money I would like to have. Ah. I can tell you that sharing this story with you right now hurts my heart as much as it did when we had this conversation. I know the woman I was talking to is someone who's on the path of awakening and transformation. I know she respects women because of a different conversation we had about female teachers. And despite all this, she's not aware of how she's using a language that perpetuates a patriarchal paradigm that has conditioned us, women, to see other women as dangerous competitors. When we women see other women that way, we use language to devalue women. Because that would be, in our mind, a way of defeating them with our words. And by the way, this belief that women are dangerous, that they are the enemy, that we should compete with them, that we should dominate them, that women are evil, 
that women cannot be trusted, that they will betray us, that we need to keep them in check. All these are beliefs that we have all been taught. Yes, you too, listening right now. We could say that you and I have been taught to talk about women in more negative than positive ways. And you don't have to believe me. You could just make the commitment to notice how you talk about women, how the people around you talk about women, and how women are talked about in the media, movies, songs, and popular culture, and you'll find out. You know, when I was in grad school getting a master's degree in transformative leadership, I had the honor of having author, anthropologist, and researcher Rianne Eisler as my professor. In her class, Dr. Rianne Eisler gave us an assignment, and it was to look at the language used to communicate about women, something similar to what I just invited you to do. And when I did it, I was appalled by my language and the language around me to describe women. If you're on my mailing list, you read about this. Yes, that's right. I sent a newsletter with transformative communication tools you can put into practice right away every Wednesday. And in that newsletter, I also tell you about what I am reflecting on in terms of my own communication, and I get very personal with you. If you don't receive my newsletters, it's very easy to sign up. Just go to languagealchemy.com and you can sign up for my newsletter there. I will add the link in the show notes. So when we talk about women, we tend to focus on criticism, on negative traits, on limitations, on defects. I remember coaching a wonderful woman who during the course of our work together, she experienced going through several bosses and having to respond to different managers. The company she was working for was going through lots of changes. Now, when her boss or her manager was male, she would usually describe this person using very positive adjectives and phrases. But when her bosses and managers were female, she would describe them using negative adjectives and phrases. I vividly remember an instance in which my lovely client said something like this. My new boss is smart but she doesn't get me. She's not a mother. How can she have any idea about what I'm going through with my coworkers and all these changes? And there it was. In just one sentence, with her language, she was perpetuating the patriarchal belief that to be understanding, women need to be mothers. And if a woman isn't fulfilling that role, then she cannot be understanding. She cannot understand others. And you know what? I know my client wanted women to advance in their careers. But you see, this is how when we are not aware of our use of language, we end up reinforcing beliefs that are in opposition to our very own values. We also have a double standard with certain words when we talk. When we use these words to talk about women, we use them as criticism. But when we use these same words to talk about males, these words may not have a negative connotation. In fact, they may be neutral or even have a positive meaning. Take, for example, the word ambitious. 
If we use the word ambitious to talk about a male, it's usually within a positive context, right? So we celebrate ambition in men. When we talk about an ambitious man, we use positive adjectives to describe their accomplishments, to mention their successes, their big deeds. And we use an uplifting tone of voice that often comes accompanied by warm or effusive gestures and facial expressions. But when we use the word ambition with a woman, we tend to use this word as a criticism. When we talk about an ambitious woman, we tend to accompany the word ambitious with other negative labels. I've heard the phrase ambitious woman together with words such as overpowering, controlling, bitter, lonely, self-centered, narcissistic. And sometimes I've heard the word ambitious to refer to a woman with other double standard phrases that are positive when we use them with males, such as career-oriented and focused on work. Now, remember that it's not just our words that convey meaning. Our tone of voice and body language express a lot. We tend to use a tone of voice that devalues or that shows contempt or pity for the woman we have labeled as ambitious. And our facial expression and body language is usually one that shows disapproval. So I'm going to give you some homework here. Pay attention to how you talk and what words you use when you talk about women. Because if you're not aware of this, you will be using words a tone of voice, facial expressions, and body language that convey certain ideas and societal roles about women that are not only outdated, they're also not in alignment with your values. And what's more, they're perpetuating inequality and inequity. And if you want some bonus tools here, I want to tell you that last year I made a podcast episode called how to talk to women so they connect to their worth. It's podcast number 33. In this episode, I give you five transformative communication tools to address us, women, and help us know that we are enough. And even if you've listened to that episode last year, go back and listen to it again. I just did it before I worked on this episode, and I highly recommend it. I'll add the link for episode 33 in the show notes. And now I want to offer you five transformative communication tools to talk about women in alignment with your values. Number one, when you're talking about women who are successful, refrain from language that devalues them, such as swear words or phrases like, she's so lucky. Most likely, that woman worked a lot to attain her accomplishment. So when you talk about her, wonder out loud about her efforts. Number two, when you are uncomfortable with a woman's success, ask yourself why and have a conversation with a trusted friend about this. I've said to one of my closest friends, I'm uncomfortable with so-and-so's new book. And then I unpacked what was going on for me that made it uncomfortable instead of talking negatively about this female author. Number three, 
If you're envious of a woman's qualities, then tell the truth. And the truth is that you're envious. Okay, you're human and envy is a human experience. But after you acknowledge your experience of envy, direct your language away from her and towards the qualities that you would like to cultivate or maintain. Number four, when you hear a woman bringing another woman down with her words, interrupt her and ask that woman, what is it that she's experiencing inside? And redirect the conversation. Number five, amplify women's voices and accomplishments. Know that a woman's success is not an anomaly. Women are succeeding every day, and we need to talk about it so we can normalize it. So use language that acknowledges, supports, celebrates, and rejoices with each of our sister's successes. And if you're talking in front of girls and young females, talk about women in a positive light often. Remember, we are the communication teachers of the young members of our human family. So let's teach them to communicate in a way that brings forth equity and equality for all. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, I talked about March 8th, International Women's Day. I shared that I'm devoting all the episodes in March to the topic of communication and women. I told you about ways in which we communicate about women that perpetuate stereotypes, patriarchal beliefs, and paradigms that hurt us all. I mentioned two kinds of explorations you can engage in to raise your awareness about the language you use when you talk about women. I referred you to podcast number 33, and I gave you five transformative communication tools you can put into practice right away. What a packed episode. I hope you'll have greater awareness about how you talk about women. And remember, if you don't explore the way you communicate directly, you will perpetuate old and harmful beliefs and paradigms, even if you engage in spiritual and non-dualistic activities. So if you would like to directly explore your communication, reach out to me. I'd be happy to support you with one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching. If you're on my mailing list, you have my email and you can reach out to me that way. If not, you can DM me on Instagram at languagealchemy or you can go to languagealchemy.com. Next week, I'm going to interview a lovely woman who's gone through a beautiful transformation and healing as a female artist and healer. Do not miss it. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. <laughs>